Hi, and welcome to the Authentic Audience Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Ritma. This is a marketing podcast like you haven't heard before. It's about real connections and honest conversations. Why am I here? To remind you that you can fly. If you're brave enough to listen to that calling inside you, I'm here to serve you and show you that marketing can and should be honest, that the truth sells and authenticity wins. So how can businesses and brands build a real and authentic audience? The Authentic Audience Podcast gives you insight into growing your business and marketing strategies to gain real followers and loyal customers. Each week, I create a space of radical honesty for thought leaders and entrepreneurs who have built successful businesses to share their insights on business, marketing, relationships, life, and spirituality. Each episode is sure to remind you the power of storytelling and truth selling. Get ready to get real, get raw, get honest, and keep growing. Okay, guys. Um, so I'm feeling super over bios, and I don't know how you guys are feeling about bios, yeah, I'm but okay. <laughs> I'm like so done with bios. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided to just write a very quick little intro um, that describes how I feel about you both mm-hmm. um, without reading accolades and awards and social proof, et cetera, et cetera. Because if you guys don't know who Lindsay and Krista are, you're welcome. Um, they have a podcast called Almost 30. It will change your life. You should listen to it. You should follow them on Instagram. You will laugh. You will cry sometimes both, but they both make you feel so seen. They're leaders, disruptors, change makers, and vulnerable human beings that share themselves selves through their podcast courses, music, and words. They inspire me loads and I'm grateful to know them. I know when I attract humans like this, I'm doing something right. So um, welcome to the show. That was the best ever. Thank you so much. Thanks. I know. We'll copy that one for any <laughs> any other interview, but it's I was just- reading about I was reading about you guys and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they're amazing. I know they're amazing. And I'm just feeling like super over bios because I also have been having people on the show that like, you should know who they are. And if you don't, you can just Google them. Like, let's have a conversation. (laughs) Um, I love that. I'm excited to be here. We've just like, you're such an important integral part of our team and you've made such a difference in our business. And, you know, we couldn't imagine like doing what we've done this year and even the year before without you guys. So just huge thanks. We're excited to be here and we love, we love y'all. I love you guys. Um, it's been really fun. I mean, we're full circle here. So we actually met Krista on my podcast, mm-hmm. um, over a year ago. Uh, my producer pitched you to me as a guest and I was like, um, fuck yes. And then as soon as we met, I feel like we started working together within a few weeks mm-hmm. and then Lindsay great. came Yeah. And then Lindsay came into my world and just makes me laugh on a daily basis. I feel like I write back. I feel like Lindsay, I'm (laughs) like my mom on your Instagram. Like my mom writes back to every single one of my stories as if I'm like just sending them to her. And I do that to Lindsay. I love it. I really appreciate it. I truly do. I comment on every (laughs) single, I just feel so in resonance with both of you guys. And it's so fun to work with you because 
I get to truly be on both sides. And I feel this way with Trevor too, is I'm such a big fan and I'm like in the almost 30 community, but I also get to help with the courses and the launches and like the back end. So it's sort of a win-win for me because I get to be in and out. And my, my biggest, you know, takeaway is you guys just really walk your talk and you are who you say you are. And I've been able to see you through really tense moments, really stressful situations, deadlines, bullies. I mean, you name it and you just handle it with such grace. And, um, yeah, I'm just grateful that we've collided in this thanks way. for saying that yeah it's 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 actually really special to um yeah be in a relationship like we are with you guys and have you kind of see various aspects of what we do and who we are um because i think yeah that just that makes the connection that much deeper so i appreciate that yeah business is personal to me <laughs> <laughs> definitely with you guys because i love at the end of every call krista comes in and just with the heartfelt like sentimental wrap up where it's like just so kind and supportive. And like, it's like, we're talking business, business. And then the last five minutes of every call with Krista Redmond is, is like super heart centered. It's like right into the heart talking about the truth of things. And that's why it's just such a fit with you guys. And it's been so beautiful. Um, and really working with people you trust. Like I didn't know that that would be so important, but it really is. And there's just something that we need with partners that we work with. There's just an understanding of how we operate and how you operate where it's not always about the money. It's not always about how much money you're going to make us or how much money we're going to pay you, but it really is about support for the mission and support for what we're doing and a true understanding of what we're doing that you guys have always got. And it's crazy when I think about the people that we work with either as contractors or otherwise that have just come into our life in a very kismet way. Like, Yours was just the most natural integration for our team, meeting on the pod, us just being like, yeah, let's work together. And now it's just really built into this beautiful relationship. Um, anybody that we've worked with in that way has just been the most natural fate thing. And it's just such a reminder for me that when it's really easy, it's oftentimes the best thing. And it's oftentimes like our resistance to things being easy is like what we always need to be mindful of. Yeah. I think that that, I mean, that just sums it up and you guys have just set the bar. I mean, we're going to have a real conversation. I promise we're not just going to keep loving on each other (laughs) though. I could. Um, and I do end the calls that way because I just think wins are so important and you guys have such a great team and I mean, it is the other thing. And I wouldn't be on the call if I didn't mean it. So it's so sincere and it's so like, easy. And not to say that our launches are easy, right? We're all hustling, but it flows. Like there's no one that's like, oh, that's not in my scope. I'm not going to do that. Like some, you've just created this team too. That's like in it for the mission. Like you said it perfectly. It's not about, you know, hours or money or this and that. And I, I did learn that early on in my career 
And I do feel that I've brought that to my leadership as well is I was an assistant in Hollywood. That's how I started my life. And I was working on TV shows and I would get to go to red carpet events. And that was really exciting and really important, but also making sure like the kitchen was clean when guests came to the production studios and the trash was taken out and things were vacuumed. And so I remembered realizing like every little piece of running a business is really, really important. And I feel that you guys really instill that in the people that you work for, especially Clay. Like, we're just going to need to take a, like, break here and talk about Clay for a second because you've literally changed him. (laughs) What do you mean? Like, you have changed Clay. Like, he did not want anything to do with our clients before. He was, like, very behind the scenes and... um has just taken such a liking to you guys and to the mission and to it's not all cut and dry. Like he'll go above and beyond. Like normally Mm -hmm. if I'm like, Hey, can you do this thing? And he's like, that's not in scope, blah, blah, blah. Like set your boundaries. And like, he's like, Oh, Lindsay asked me to do this thing. I'm just going in and doing the whole thing. Like he is smitten. Oh my gosh. We love him. We're obsessed. He's truly. Yeah. I think we're in such a girl world. I think over here, like we're in such a women female focused world, which is the dream. But so to have a, you know, to have a guy every once in a while, just to shoot the shit with and like, yeah, just to have his support. I mean, it's that thing. It's the above and beyond bit where it's like, you know, you serve us and we'll serve you. Like, it's kind of just that sort of relationship where it's been interesting because when we work with other people, I think there's like a a period when people start to start in the workplace as a contractor or someone that works with a business where they're like, I need to make sure that I'm be charging for my work and I'm, you know, being valued for my work and I'm, and I'm doing this. And sometimes that sort of mentality where you're really going tick for tat with things can really dampen your ability to have a really fruitful long-term relationship with someone that's going to get you business outside of just your lane. And it's such an interesting balance because we always want people to be paid for what they do. We never want to take advantage of anyone, but there is something about when someone just like does something out of the goodness of their heart and you do something out of the goodness of their heart. And then you're really building that trustful relationship where it's like, you're not really pulling. You're not pulling for money. You're not pulling for hours. You're not pulling for things. That is so nice that you guys have that. And we both have that same mentality. Yes. And I also think something that you, I mean, you also instill that right in us. Like, I think we have so many different clients and so many different teams and so many different energies and dynamics. And when you come into a relationship, that's what it is for me. Um, you know, you guys know what's going on with us personally. We know what's going on with you personally. Like there's a depth to these business relationships beyond money. And that's this energetic understanding that we want what's best for you and we want what's best for your business. And we also have a business to run. And for me, it's a mutual respect. That's what it is. When the mutual respect is there and it's like an even, we see each other as colleagues. It's even, like you said, how we can serve you and how you can serve us. Like it's this actual collaboration is what it is. Like you're not hiring us. You're not paying us. We're like, 
having a team sort of experience. And when there's that mutual respect, also you guys hustle and show up, which is why you're so successful. One of the reasons a lot of people are like, oh, I want to launch this thing. I want to do like a 6K launch and like not do anything. Right. And so, and then there's a lot of resentment because, oh, well, we're paying you to do this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but you got to show up. And when you bring it, we're going to bring it. And I think just to sort of, you know, wrap up this relationship and why it works so well is we both bring it and we care about the audience. And I would never sign on for a project. That's why I always want to be a boutique agency that I'm not in because it's so hard to bring it when it's just about the money. Like it's never been that for me. And so I think, you know, building these relationships, there's so much more value in having you guys in my life um, in so many ways, personal, emotional, spiritual, you know, professional, all of the things. So when we have those like mutually beneficial relationships, it's just like, it can just blossom so, so easily that way. It's so true. I feel like we've learned so much from you guys as well. And it just reminds me always the value of bringing in experts to help us do what we do, you know? And I think Mm. some people stop at that and they're like, let me just figure it out on my own. You know, it'll save me money, but ultimately it doesn't save you time. It doesn't save you your sanity. And you might be missing out on learning a lot from someone who this skill or this thing comes second nature, or they've just learned all the things to be able to do it as an expert. So, um, it's given, I feel like it's given us and our team just so more, much more confidence to approach these launches, to really dive into programs that we're creating. And it's cool. I'm really, really grateful. All right. Love fest over. (laughs) I know. I'm like, okay, let's provide some value. (laughs) I'm like getting stressed out. Speaking of value, speaking of value, um, one thing that I absolutely adore about you guys is something that I've been like coming up. This theme is like rapid transformation for me. And what I mean by that is like, you can evolve so much. Krista, you did a post recently that I resonated and it's like, it feels as if you're like a different person every day, which is why I like, I'm so over bios. That's part of the reason because that's like that. Okay. That was maybe me like two years ago and that bio just hasn't been updated. And I really love this about you guys. I feel like you're so committed to just transformation and shedding layers and like this fast paced growth that is so cool to witness. But my question, because that's on a personal level, but you guys have such an interesting brand because you have the Almost 30 brand, but you're the faces of the brands and you have personal brands. And there's like all of this, there's a lot of brands happening. And as somebody who feels like I'm in a sort of evolution transformation myself, that's happening very rapidly. How do you keep your community like on board with you? Like, how do you go through these experiences and choose when to involve them, when to share, when to even launch something out of this new evolutionary, like, experience? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think sacredness, Lindsay, is a perfect example. Yeah. And I think for, you know, I was just thinking about the integration that's needed for me in order to share. Because we're going through some, like, transitions right now where I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready to share. (laughs) Although I want people to know, I'm just like... Right. You know, I just, 
it's it's important that we take time to look at what we are going through to call in the proper support to do the consistent um you know uncovering around it and then be able to speak from a pretty grounded place um because otherwise it's just reacting to what you're going through and i don't know if that's helpful for our audience and the example of sacredness of being single i was single for um about 7 years and about five years into being in that season, I, I just woke up, you know, for five years, I was dating aimlessly. I was truly abandoning, abandoning myself at every turn. I was partying. I was not treating my body right. I was attracting men that didn't really see my worth and value because I didn't see my worth and value. I mean, the list goes on. And then I just kind of got sick of it. I was exhausted and tired. And I was like, this isn't me. I actually don't identify (laughs) with this person. And so, um, yeah, I really turned down the volume on like extending myself and decided that this was the time that I was going to really make an effort to walk back to who I really was. And so, um, after I did that and truly (laughs) it was a few years, um, and then I reconnected with my now boyfriend, Um, and I know that because I took that time to process and then to integrate, um, and also to kind of integrate this new relationship that I was ready to share with our community, um, how I did that and what that experience was like. And now I'm able to support them in a real way because I am speaking, um, and guiding them from a place of experience and understanding and integration, And that feels really good to me. Yeah, I think that's really important. And I want to know your answer too, Krista, just because I think that when you have a community, right, that's been built on communication, right? That's what the podcast is. They feel like they know you guys. And that's something that makes us feel so drawn to you is because we resonate with your experiences. But I also think that you guys don't, take it lightly, your position in the community, and you know that you have a responsibility as well. And and it's about treading lightly, but also as almost 30 evolves, and it already has in so many ways since the beginning, you know, how have you seen, like, has that been hard at all at times to sort of integrate the new versions of yourself with who your community, you know, thinks you were or was resonating with maybe six months ago? Yeah. I think that's, what's interesting about these times is like, I think about that. I'm like, there's 400 plus episodes of Lindsay and I talking and there's 800 hours, maybe a thousand hours of us talking. And from 2016, you know, the person I was in 2016 is completely different than the person I was in 2020 is completely different than the person I was now. So it is an interesting concept that like there lives an existence of me right now. That is not me. You know, it's this like, version of me, this outdated, like software version of me. And that's why I've always been weird about even like YouTube and stuff. Cause I'm like, Oh man, that's kind of scary that there's this like hologram of you. That's like an outdated version that exists that people could tap into today and think that is you now. Um, and I think that's something I really used to struggle with a lot more, but now feel much more integrated in. And like the priority for me is me. The priority for me isn't my brand. The priority for me isn't 
um, my Instagram. It isn't how I'm, you know, being perceived by people. The priority is like how integrated and how aligned with this version of me right now do I feel versus like, how do I want the world to perceive this new integrated version of me? Because we can't control how people perceive us yesterday, how people perceive us today, how people perceive us tomorrow. We can really just try and be in most incongruent or in most congruence with ourselves and with who we are. And I've thought about that, you know, a lot, like in 2020, I felt like my social and my brand and who I was, was really this like outdated version of me. And I never felt like I could express the new version of me that is like here today. And now I feel um, much more confident with that version. And I feel like I can really step into this, this new identity, both publicly and privately that I've been really exploring privately. Um, but, you know, when we're kind of going through our process with people, I try to just share as much as I can from a healed place rather than unhealed place. And I, and I struggle with that because I know that there's like importance of the in-between, you know, Lindsay's talked about the in-between we've talked about the in-between before, but it's really a shame that sometimes we feel like we can't share the in-between because I don't want people attaching to that version of me because it's sort of my in-between process. And I don't want it to be something that's like hurtful to people, something that's unhealed, something that doesn't feel like it's not just fleeting. And so people miss out on really the, a lot of the process that Lindsay and I go through behind the scenes, but we do try and share as much of like our learnings and our experience through it as possible. But you really have to just evolve as you're seeking to evolve and your social media, you know, may be on a different timeline as you. Sometimes I feel like my social media exists on a completely different timeline than the person that is today. But really it's like how incongruence can, or how incongruent can you be with yourself and your version of you as like the physical body that exists rather than like the digital being. I feel like there's so much to unpack there. I'm just like processing what you just said. And I think that's so true. Like there is this digital version of us and it just lives out there and we just don't have any control over how people react or respond to it. So just worrying about how we are in our being today. And I also do find that in between place, it's a really powerful place. Um, it's interesting though. It's like, it, it would be, it's that's what's hard about it is, is it would be helpful for some people, you know, like that would be really helpful for some people to see the in between. So there is value to sharing about the in between. I think, I don't know if you relate to this, but what I found challenging is that I'm a person and I'm a brand and I'm a business. And so, you know, I would love as a person to share the in-between, but I also have a brand to think about and I also have a business to think about. So there's a lot that like we can't really share because we work with companies and businesses that, not that they'd be, it just, we have to be mindful. I have to be mindful. So if, as an example, it's been hard to become a leader of a company and become someone that manages people all over. And, you know, sometimes I struggle with it. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, this is not my favorite thing to do. And sometimes I'm like, this is my favorite thing to do. But I can't share about that process because I have a team that's watching what I'm doing, that's looking at what I'm doing. And I don't want them to feel like their leader is not competent, that their leader thinks that they're anything less than amazing. And so there's just parts of when you're a business owner that you can't really be super public about as much as you normally, the older versions of you would like to. I think that it's really interesting from the standpoint as a business owner, because you, one thing that I just really 
respect about you is how business driven you are. And I think that that's why you and Clay definitely like lean towards, I mean, you guys both have so much Capricorn in your chart. It's just, you just like straight to the point of your shit. And, um, that's one thing that I really appreciate is like what a business owner you are, even if I know like, oh, they're going through something or I think they're having an experience, but then you get on the team calls and you're just like there. And the way that you can show up in that way doesn't make you any less authentic. It just makes you like a leader in that moment and not like a human having a personal experience, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Cause, and, um, yeah, to that point, it's like, you know, I just remember when I was even in the corporate jobs that I had, I actually worked under really powerful women. Like I worked with this woman who um, I worked with this company that was based out of New York and and in London. So we travel from both and she was the founder of the company. She was this woman and she just was like had this grace and power to her that I really admired. And I just remember her never taking her emotions to the meeting, really being um, someone that people could look up to. And it's not like your emotions are not valid and not like they're important, but you need to be a solid foundation for which people can like rely and count on. And I can deal with my emotions or whatever I'm going through within therapy. And in these containers that I've set as like my support, my team, isn't my support. My team, isn't my dumping ground. My team is really, um, in support of the mission and the business. And if I need to be like a strong conduit for that through whatever means, that's what I'm going to do. And, I didn't like when I was in the corporate world and I was really emotional at my job all the time. It doesn't feel good to feel like something else is in control of how you feel and not you. So really it's like, it's, it's a lot of mindfulness to do that, but it, I've found it to be the most healthy for our business. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I, yeah, I just agree with that so much because I am, I tend to be more emotional on the side of, business just in general, but I've learned, I think it just comes with, not that I'm jaded, but I just think you have so many experiences as leaders, as business owners, I'm constantly hiring people, firing people. Like one of Clay's biggest mentors in his entire life is, was this female. She was amazing. He like came up under her kind of, and, um, learned so much from her. And when he started his own business, he asked her, what his biggest, her biggest advice was. And she said, fire people. She said, fire people often. And we do. And I think that there's actually a respect in that. And the first time I fired somebody, it was so emotional. It was Mm -hmm. so like, I lost sleep and I still, but at the end of the day, it's this like exchange. It's, it goes back to this mutual respect. And it's like, I respect you enough to know this isn't a good fit. This isn't going to work. I respect my business enough. And it's like, not that I'm any less emotional. I think I'm just more grounded maybe in my emotions now and confident in myself. And as my self-confidence has grown, I even feel with you guys at first, there was this sort of need to prove like, oh, these are these like super badass women. They've got this really successful brand, this really successful podcast. I know that I could totally crush it for them in business, but I feel like, I had something to prove, right? Even though I was really confident that I could do the thing, there was still this level of, well, I have something to prove. And one of my mentors says to me all the time, like when you're trying to prove you're not building anything, you're just trying to prove. 
So if you can just stop trying to prove and just build, just create, just do the thing. And I find that when I step into that space of leadership, of growth, and I'm just like, I, so much of the emotion I think comes from trying to prove the worthiness, the unworthiness, the ego, blah, blah, blah. And our business needs two things. It needs revenue and happy clients, you know? And when we can just clear the noise and get to that conversation, um, yeah, I just think that we, you know, we totally went on a full circle tangent here, but at the end of the day, coming back to when we can lead from that place, our community just stays. Like, have you noticed that just the more you, you are, the more your community is there for the ride. And I think we went through kind of a similar, or we've been in seasons where like that proving energy is there and it never feels like us, you know, and it's, it really is so focused on what hasn't happened yet or what we don't have. And that's no way to get what you want. And, um, yeah, Krista and I have been, been shown time and time again, that when we show up as ourselves, as humans, as, you know, whole beings, like every facet of us, um, that people just feel safe. They feel seen. They feel, um, just really excited to be here. And anytime that maybe we have held back or maybe not shown up as our full selves. Um, I think people can tell, uh, they're always so loving, but you know, I think people can definitely feel that. And we feel that like, if we're looking out into the, onto the landscape of health and wellness, spirituality, et cetera, it's like, you can definitely feel when people aren't necessarily showing up as themselves or more so showing up as that, like, I got to prove something or let me do what everyone else Mm -hmm. is doing because I've seen that be successful and it's just very felt and it can take away from just that really authentic gift that that person might have. Um, so yeah, I've, I've definitely become kind of allergic to that, like having to prove myself either within the business or just in life in general. And I think there's a big difference between having to prove ourselves and feeling seen. And because I just heard you say, you know, when we can make our, you know, our audience feels most seen. And my question that was, I was thinking about was, I wonder if you guys feel seen um, by your community. Like, do you feel really seen the same way they feel seen, you know? And I think, And that I want you to answer that because for me, what's new, like I have a smaller community, but they're very engaged. And when I get a DM or an email and it's this like total validation of my exact why reflected back at me, like, this is literally why I get up in the morning. This is literally why I do what I do. And then for them to reflect that back to me, I'm like, is this me being seen or is this me needing validate? You know what I mean? Like there's, it gets so messy. And I'm just wondering when it comes to sharing with your community, is there that external sort of validation or that, or are you sort of past that on your journey? Cause I'm stuck in that right now. It's a loop. Yeah. It's yeah. I think I try to be as unattached as possible from what, the community is sharing with me or what they're reflecting back to me because I don't know what it is, but sometimes I feel like I'm just like a shapeshifter and that I don't, 
that there's going to be one person that's going to be like, oh my gosh, I totally got this one thing out of this conversation that you said, or that Lindsay said, or that your guest said, and that's something completely different from the experience that someone else has said. And so it's coming from these people's expectations of what's going to happen, their perceptions of what's going to happen, where they're at in their life. And there's so many different like parts of the formula for what they're gathering from a conversation or from how they interpret me that really doesn't have anything to do with me. You know, if someone's feeling super kind and loving and really healed and all these things, they could come to my page and be like, oh, wow, this is dope. Or they're feeling really unhealed and they're feeling really, um, you know, out of sorts with their journey. They're going to probably not perceive me to be their favorite person. So, you know, over time, even when we were a couple years in, I was just like, I don't want to take the positive feedback super seriously. And I don't want to take the negative feedback super seriously because I can't just be like, oh, this is the only valid feedback that we're getting. And, and it's the positive one. And this, this, that feedback that's negative is totally not valid because that's not really true. Like having a neutral response to both is good. And then as far as like, um, but you know, I have to, I have to say that the kindness that they've shared with us and with me has been, um, there is nothing, there's nothing like it. And I feel really grateful that I'm in a position where 99% of what I receive is, is the most kind, articulate, beautiful things. And they never cease to blow me away with how um, perceptive they are and how astute they are. And they're just, they're amazing. But um, I have felt incredibly seen by the community. And then I have felt completely projected upon. I felt like I was a complete, um, you know, that I wasn't seen as human or I wasn't seen as like a person. And so both are very true, but, you know, I just always try and lean on like, am I doing what feels most in line with me and what feels most in line with what Lindsay and I want to create and always just bring it back to like my expression and my experience as much as I can. Um, and it is interesting because it, it gets old, like it doesn't get old, but like sometimes it is sad because, you know, if you have someone's like, oh, you've changed my life. And like, you've heard it a lot, you know, you're like, wow. And it, it's, it's interesting because it's just kind of loses its luster a little bit than the first time that you heard it, you know, just kind of like human nature, but a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. I think that that's so true. And I'm so grateful for your honesty. I used to, um, I've worked for a, a couple celebs, um, in different levels and in different industries and the amount of emails that come through saying the exact same thing like word for word, the exact same thing, like this song at my wedding or this book got me the, and it's like to that person, it's such a profound, personal, meaningful thing to share, right? That they like went out of their way to write this email, but we are having such a collective experience. And I think that's the thing that I'm remembering and especially working for super celebs that have like, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of emails a day saying the same thing. Thing. Like this song saved my life. And it's always the same song. It's always the same line. And what I found in that is we're so fucking connected. Like the fact that that podcast had that resonance, like I, I have, you know, a couple podcasts on cord cutting or solo episodes on mental health. And those are the, those are the ones that I get these so many DMS and messages about this. And I, I agree. Like at the beginning, it was like, oh my God, these people are writing me saying this thing. And now it's like, well, I kind of expect it because that's who I was talking to. That was my point when I wrote that. So like, I hope that that's the experience you're having because that's who I am and that's what I'm putting out there. So for me, I'm definitely in the loop of 
detaching, but then I get that external validation. And then it's like this loop again of like, well, am I here for the external validation or am I doing it because I'm in service and because this is my, you know, my work and what I should be doing with my time. So yeah, I think when what you do is so personal, I mean, you guys get on the mic for hours and hours and hours and have very personal, very deep, very raw conversations. And I think for my podcast, it's been interesting because I process verbally. So I have actually said things for the first time on the podcast because it gives me a space to process because if we're, if I'm not talking to you about it, I'm not processing it. Um, and I know a lot of people process in many different ways, but for me, it's been this sort of like, I have these huge aha moments and then everyone listening is having the same moment. So I never forget that we have somebody listening and that my prayer is always, I don't know if you guys have a prayer or like an intention that you set before each episode, but for me, it's allow me to open my heart so they can open theirs and give them what they need. And what's so funny is that prayer is the same prayer I used to give um, my students before yoga. I was a yoga teacher. It's the same thing. It's like, I'm bringing my heart to this give them what they need. It's not about me. But then the likes start coming and the comments start coming and the reposts start coming. And yeah, it's a, it's an interesting game because we have such immediate feedback when we put something out. Yeah. I think it's hard not to like, it feels good. It feels good to get the comments and the likes and people really responding to it. Um, and I think I've also learned in having the community that we do and just how loving and amazing they are, like making sure that I don't lose sight that the power really lies in within themselves, you know? And so if I find myself really abandoning myself in order to give them what I think they need, then that's not good for them. That's not good for me. And then I also never want them to feel like they always have to agree with what they, what we do or hop, you know, it's like, it's this interesting thing where we're like, yes, community, which I believe in so, so much. I think this past year has really just shown me how important it is. And then it's also like, also trust yourself and you don't like, you know what I mean? I don't want to be like the end all be all with, um, what you think you should believe. That's kind of like the whole influencer thing, you know, is something that, um, I think we've, we've thought about in the last year as well, where there's like this, in this pressure to speak on Mm -hmm. everything and, um, be everything to your community when that's, I don't believe what an influencer is. So. Yeah. I think that's really powerful. And I think you're both wonderful influencers. I don't have a negative connotation with that word. To me, influencer is somebody who influences me and you both influence me. I have a lot of products you've shared about. And just to speak to that for a moment before I I go into our next little question here is... um, the reason why I follow you guys as influencers is because I trust you. And I think that's the more important thing. Like I know, Lindsay, you're not going to post about this skincare product and do this whole like funny bit 
if you're not actually using it and you don't actually think it's a good product. So you've created such a trustworthy following. And I think with what we're talking about, you know, I wanted to, Clay was asking me today, well, what do you want to talk to them about? And it's how do you keep such an engaged community when you're evolving so quickly and so obviously, and, um, how do you keep that engagement and that authenticity throughout? Because what is this, the authentic audience podcast? I mean, your audience, it doesn't get more authentic than that. I mean, I see the back end. I know your engagement numbers, like they love you and you're you. And that's really the secret sauce. You know, people ask me all the time, well, what makes this your uniqueness? That's what makes it amazing. How many podcasts are out there? How many courses are out there? You're not teaching them. You're not hosting them. It's you. And so how to bring that to whatever it is you're doing while also keeping things sacred, having your own process, working out your personal stuff with the people in your life that are, you know, there for that, AKA not your team, things like that. So yeah, I think that this whole conversation has just been really powerful for me. I I know a lot of people in my world are hitting a growth edge right now on where do I go next with my offerings? What do I launch? What do I share? But more importantly, I'm having a personal experience. And when, if ever, does that come into play in the business, right? And it doesn't have to, and it doesn't make you any less authentic. So this has been really awesome. Um, my next question is for you guys individually, because what I've noticed in the last six months is how your individual sort of, um, gifts have really come forward in a really cool way, starting with Lindsay, you're launching sacredness of being single on your own. And hopefully Krista very soon will be launching something of your own. And was this a conscious decision? Has this sort of been happening naturally? I love you guys together, but I also love you guys doing your own things within the brand. And like, how has that flowed? Um, first question. And second question is what are you most excited about right now individually? Yeah, I, I think like the, you know, our decision to do solo episodes has inspired a lot of the mm. like more individual um, expression within the brand. And I think it's been really powerful. It's, you know, Krista and I are different people with different experiences. And while we're going through a lot of the same things, we're also going through different things. And so it's actually given the brand, I think, more dimension. And and it's it's also really good, I think for me in this experience with sacredness of being single to kind of flex that muscle of like, um, just like, I'll say this, I'm, I'm very much like independent in a lot of ways. And so when I'm working with a team, I'm very much like team think, you know? And so to pour so much of this just from me. And then also to call upon the team has been a really interesting process. I feel like it's very individual. I feel like it's me, but then also like to have support of Krista, of the team of you guys has been very expanding for me. Cause I think I've done ever, like I've done a lot of things in the past on my own and never have they felt this good and in flow and just right. And so, um, that's taught me a lot. And, um, yeah, I just think it's kind of fun. Like I'm, I'm excited when Krista launches her thing, it's like to support each other in these ways and kind of 
allow the other to, you know, go all in on this, this one thing. Um, I don't know, just like a, a cool energetics within the business that I like is very, very interesting to be a part of. And it feels really, really good. Um, so yeah, I'm, I've loved like that individuality within, within the brand. I think it just makes people feel that much more seen that much more connected to us. Um, and less of just like Lindsay and Krista as like the faces of a brand. It's like so much more depth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, for both of us, it's like, because we are ourselves, you know, we have to be honest about how we're evolving as much as we can, or else we're playing characters. And, you know, I'd rather not have the biggest audience in the world and be able to be who I am and be able to be honest about where I'm at in life than like lie to be, to fit into a mold of, of a character. And, um, you know, for Lindsay and I too, like we've been strategic about doing stuff separately because it's the best use of our time as a business, you know, to sort of be in our own lanes with stuff. Um, we're able to like maximize what we're able to do. And then like Lindsay said, we're able to just sort of like be in the experience of like being in a supported team, but being our own expression Mm -hmm. because Lindsay and I, almost everything we do is so co-created, which is like the best part of what we do. But to have these own like lanes is just like, is really beautiful. And I think with any business owner, you know, the first years you're like, oh my God, we're doing this. This is the best. And you're just like addicted to running your own business and being flexible and sort of like making it your own. And then over time, you know, it becomes your new norm. It becomes your new reality. So it's really important that we always find ways to like creatively express what we want to express through almost 30. And I feel so lucky that we have this like channel and this avenue that we can pour in to ideas. We can pour into these concepts because I know a lot of people don't exactly have that luxury when they're in the corporate world um, that I was in. And to be able to do that every day or, you know, every couple months has just been awesome. Yeah. I personally love it. Um, I love everything we've been able to launch with both of you. Like I, especially the membership, I'm just like fully still in awe of that experience and that launch with you both. But I feel that I've really gotten to know you individually more so than your communities, even, um, you know, the public community, because I get to work with you guys and you have such a different ethic, a way of communicating, a way of sharing. Um, I love, I've like learned so much from, from both of you in that way. And as somebody in your audience, as you've sort of stepped into these lanes a little bit more, I'm finding myself sort of ping-ponging back and forth between who I'm like resonating more with. So I feel like there's like something for everyone a little bit, like even with Clay and I, once you get into the business with us, like you usually come in through me, Um, I'm more external, but then once you're in, it's really funny because some clients are really drawn to him and some clients are really drawn to me. And I was actually just talking to Jordan about this because you guys are like super in Clayland a lot of the time. (laughs) And like with Jordan, she only talks to me. Like she's never even texted Clay and it just makes sense. Cause like Capricorn and cancer moons over here, you know? And so, um, but it's actually really healthy for the business, I think. And I've seen, you know, I was like, so on whatever Lindsay was sharing. I don't forget a couple months ago, like just laughing. Like I was so here for it. And Christy, you shared something recently about, 
um, you know, expectations of ourselves. And I'm like, I am with her, like I am in, in alignment right now. And it's kind of fun to be in your audience that way and sort of be like, oh, I'm resonating more with Lindsay right now, or, oh, I'm resonating more with Chris right now, because you are two people having two experiences. And the fact that you get to sort of play off that uniqueness. The other thing I find is really fun is being able to celebrate the other person in a partnership. So the way I get to like talk about clay, he can't go on a podcast and be like, Oh, I'm so amazing. And here's why, but I can go on and be like, let me tell you why, you know, he's da 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 and like build him up. And so it's really fun energetically that way too, to be able to sort of build the other person up and let them shine. And I think you've done it so gracefully. Um, and so like, it just flowed like, Oh, Lindsay's going to launch sacredness. And then we're going to talk about launching this. And then we're going to come back together and launch this. And it just, it works really well. And I, I think that from, uh, somebody in your community, I'm really inspired by you guys as individuals on just this path to growth, to healing, to being who you fully are in every moment. But as a business owner, there's just a level of respect that I, you know, bow down to both of you in what you're able to manage and you fucking hustle and show up and work so hard and are in such devotion. I think that's the word that really comes to mind when it's working with you, whatever it is. Uh, we're launching, there's a devotion there that goes beyond business. It goes beyond emotion. Um, you're devoted to your craft and to your audience. And that to me is why it works so well. And when you can find that devotion um, to whatever it is, like it's going to work because you're devo- like, there's just, to me, there's a different energy around de- devotion versus like commitment or dedication. You know, there's a different sacredness to it. And, um, I think the future of business is heavily here. Like it's, it's, this is it. This is what the future of business is looking like. And it's cool. It's a fun place to play. Yeah. And I think on the devotion piece, I was just thinking about, um, you know, Lindsay and I started almost 30 recorded for seven months on our pleasant floors before we launched. And then, you know, spent two years working full-time jobs, just like hustling our asses off to try and make this a thing that we could make full-time. And it was never, we never chased the money. You know, we've, I am a person, if Justin can hear me in the other room, he knows I love money and I'm very, I'm a money fan but it's never been like the thing that's driven us. It's never been like the why behind anything. So it's easy to be devotional to a mission rather than like something that's fleeting and something that isn't like supported by God. You know, it's like money is a tool, but the mission is like the calling and like the, the way that we're going to express the support or who we are. It's like a channel to which we can express who we are. So I think the devotional piece is really important, but then also it's like, I don't want people to confuse devotion with being obsessed with productivity and being obsessed with like work because I'm definitely someone that um, I don't, it's, I wouldn't say struggle, but I'm, it's something that I come up against is, is that addiction to productivity. I literally get like a high from it. So 
I always need to be mindful of like, am I being devotional? Am I using my time wisely? Am I serving in the best way that I can? Am I feeling like I'm doing this in alignment with my soul and alignment with almost 30 and alignment with Lindsay? Yes. Am I doing this because I'm addicted to productivity? I'm used to um, being a nine to five person or what that is. So I think devotional feels like a different energy than just being like productive. Totally. Yeah. I mean, mic drop right there because I too struggle with the productivity side. And this past year, I've realized the more I take care of myself, the more self-care practices um, I've created. I mean, we moved, I'm building a sanctuary, like it's happening. It has to happen. I cannot burn out again. Um, And it comes back to that. It comes back to like, what are we really growing? What am I really doing? And then when life happens, when the craziness happens, um, which has happened to all of us, especially in 2020, it's like we have that foundation um, that we've built. And for me recently, I've been going through something and the fact that I could tell almost all of my clients is just a testament to the company I've built and the people I attract. And, um, you know, I could move a call here and there or cancel. I, we had to re-reschedule this and I just felt so okay. Um, and it wasn't like I went into freak out mode because I had to take two weeks down, you know? And so I think what you guys have taught me is, and what we've talked about here is like the sustainable way to grow, the sustainable way to be mindful and take care of and um, be in devotion to something bigger. And it's clear that you guys are. So I'm just so grateful. Us too. Always, always. Last piece on the the uh, productivity. We had a conversation with our coach, Aaron Rose, yesterday, and it just got me thinking about like how I use productivity as like a love language for other people. Like I express my, I, I want the validation through my productivity and it's like, let me show you what I can do. So whether it's with Krista, whether it's with Sean, whether it's with my dad, like I'm like, let me tell you what I did, show you what I did and let me show you how I did it well. And like, please tell me that I did a good job and then we're on good terms, you know? It's so, so real. Yeah, it's a, another layer, another layer. Yeah. Another layer of that, that I'm just looking at where I'm ultimately abandoning myself because I think I'm a productive person, but I also find myself um, not really listening to how I want to do it or how, how I need time and space rather than like, okay, let me just show you, you know, like really noticing what works for me. And that would actually be a better love language for everyone else. But um, it's just something interesting that I've been thinking about. There's so much here. I'd love to have you guys back. I just had no plan. Clay was like, well, what do you want to talk about with them? I'm like, how to evolve with your business, you know, because when your business is so personal and you're having an experience or a growth moment and how to actually incorporate that into your worlds. I feel like you guys do that with such grace. And I think this was such a good episode. My audience is mostly women, small business owners, moms, um, you know, healers, artists that get so much from this podcast. They like listen to it for a long time before they even hire me, which is so cool. Um, and I think that there's so much here. This was such medicine and I hope to have you guys back. 
because I think that's just what this is. It's such an evolution. It's such a, like, we're on it. We're like on for the ride. I'm definitely in for, for whatever it is you guys want to create and build. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm here. So let's go. Um, and, and that's as somebody that works with you in business and that's in your audience. So congrats on just walking the talk and, and being amazing and also showing your humanity. Cause I think that's important too. Same for you. I mean, can't thank you guys enough. You've changed our life and our business. And yeah, it's just, it's another, you know, I guess an ex- it's an expansive moment for, for me to have, like, I just keep expanding in ways where I'm like, okay, I can make money being myself. I can, um, mm-hmm. you know, work with partners that I feel really aligned with that I trust. I can, help other people make money and we can make more money. It's like, just when you start to really get into this world, it is really beautiful that all these things that I didn't think were possible really are. And that there's truth to alignment and there's truth to synergy and there's truth to like when energy is there between uh, partners and contractors and brands. And um, yeah, it's just really beautiful. So we of course love you and um, really grateful for, you know, the opportunity to chat. This was like so nourishing. So nourishing. And I'm going to do your calls to action for you because what kind of marketer would I be if (laughs) I didn't have your calls to actions? Okay. Let me just say that you can go to almost30podcast.com and check out all of their amazing offerings. They have so many free resources. I use their mantras. I use their meditations. I use everything. Um, Lindsay just launched her course. Sorry, it's too late to join. Um, it's called sacredness of being single. My sister, so many of my people are in it and they're just dying for you, by the way. Um, Krista's got something epic coming up, so you should definitely stay tuned for that. But so exciting this summer, their membership's going to be open for enrollment again. And I just want to scream from the rooftops. I've launched a lot of fucking memberships and this one is the real deal guys. This is all of the things jam-packed. These two go above and beyond for their people. If you are paying them for a service or product, you are going to get maximum value, energy, intention, above and beyond all the way. So check them out. They're amazing. Lindsay's really funny on Instagram. Krista has a really funny cat. She's usually in her robe. I just love you guys. We love you. <laughs> so true. I love you. Those are the calls to actions. <laughs> Check them out. Kristen, her robe is my favorite oh my 2025. Um, Such a perk. Yeah, you've healed us. You've healed us. You've healed us in so many ways. So to everybody listening, uh, thank you for being here. These two have such a big impact on my journey and my business and everything I do. So thank you for listening. And if it wasn't for you, I couldn't do this. So um, thank you for being here. And until next time, keep growing.